0: This episode of Recipe for Growth contains discussion of sexual abuse. Listener discretion is advised. Are you being honest and living your truth? It's time to figure out who you really are and not what you were told to be. We have been programmed and given messages, beliefs for life from our mothers. Your mother told you what to believe and what she felt was important. Now you are to choose for yourself. Stand by. For your freedom. Welcome to Recipe for Growth. I'm Lauren Lebowitz. The specialty of the house today is messages from my mother. Ooh, that is going to be one hot, hot topic today. Speaking from this daughter of a particular mother but you will be inspired and encouraged to become who you are in spite of and because of those messages your mother instilled in you. We're going to talk about the rules of life and beliefs you got from your mother and how they affected who you are. Plus, we're going to be deciphering the messages and a little relearning. That's the good stuff. And most of all, we're going to practice, practice, practice (laughs) till we get it right. Our RFG newsletter, Ingredients for Living, is now available. Become a Recipe for Growth Insider and receive my favorite tasty recipes, RFG updates, new product promotions, and the ingredients for living your best life delivered right to your inbox. You'll find the link right in the show description. See you there. So let me ask you this. What are some of the beliefs your mother gave you, which no longer serve you? Did she demonstrate to you that you're not enough or unlovable? I can relate to those first two. Or did she strive to encourage you to believe in yourself and help you create self-confidence? Of all these beliefs, how has any of them handicapped you or propelled you in becoming your best self? But before we delve into hot mama stuff, let's head on down to the kitchen because we're going to be baking a little old school sweet. This recipe is a classic. It's a classic in my house because my mother made it quite frequently and she became known for this recipe. So I thought, since we're talking about messages from my mother, why not use a recipe from my mother's collection? So, you will enjoy, along with me, baking an old-fashioned marble cake. You see this batter here? On the index card, I forgot to tell you there were some instructions (laughs) missing. Do you think that's a sign from my mother how she omitted some beliefs to give me in my life? Look at that. That's curdled a little bit. We're going to bake it because... That's what we do. So stand by to see how this unusual cake comes out. And is my mother giving me a message from the grave? So while that marble cake is baking, please keep your fingers crossed that everything comes out delicious. Because I have never made my mother's marble cake before my mother was quite a stickler for her recipes that she wasn't that willing to share them even with her daughter don't ask me why I think that's a belief she got from her mother about baking and cooking because her mother didn't necessarily welcome her into the kitchen and share the old European recipes but uh, I'm going to change all that I'm going to change that belief and I'm going to share this recipe with you so before we do that let's step back into the studio and get this conversation started let me say, first of all, that no matter what background you have, you have the opportunity to choose who you really want to be. It's really that simple. It's not necessarily easy, but it's truly that simple and it's doable. You can take action to reinforce who you want to be. You might want to consider asking the people close to you for their guidance and support, and you may be pleasantly surprised. Diana Lang, she's just an amazing individual. She is an author and a spiritual guide, and she had once said to me in the course of our work together, Lauren, why don't you ask your friends how they see you? And I thought that was a very interesting question, and I got some very interesting answers. <laughs> Uh, But Don't be afraid to do that. It's a nice exercise because you may be pleasantly surprised as well as how other people view you and what you present to the world. And is it a pattern, a belief that you no longer want it to continue? One way to stop any underhanded interference with destroying opportunities for your success is to begin with your belief system. That is first and foremost, because I feel that's the core of How we behave in society with our family, our friends, in the workplace is our belief system. And maybe you ask yourself, what is my belief system? And how has it hindered me? How has it served me in creating a life that I want? And if you could go back and delete some of those beliefs, which ones would they be? So where do these beliefs actually come from? Well, one possibility is your mother why don't we just make a list of all our beliefs let's take two beliefs that are kind of a mainstream belief i think a lot of people either feel they're not good enough or they're unlovable i want to share with you how i felt unlovable was not necessarily what my mother did because i'm sure she did love me but it was how i responded to what she did that i felt unlovable One other belief that is a major component to my life is that my mother kind of beat it into me or not literally, but she mentioned it many times that it's important to find a partner for life. But at the same time, here's where she also was at fault that she neglected to also mention that finding a fulfilling, passionate career that I want to pursue would be something that would serve me my entire life. Look at your life. Do you have the partner you want? Is it someone your mother told you you had to find or or, or a type of partner, somebody to care for you? That was the message my mother gave me that I was not qualified or capable, actually, to care for myself. So I had to find a partner who could financially care for me. And I did all that. And that is, that's lovely. It is. But I think as women, it's also beneficial to discover who you are and how you can contribute to the world and even contribute to the partnership and the family. I mean, what happens if your partner was unable to work? So that's something to consider. Perhaps you're a woman like me who, learning to use my traditional values with a modern twist, or maybe you want to establish new beliefs of your own. I don't know how many of you can relate to this, but my parents were of a particular generation. My mother was a 50s woman, so her views were very much about finding a mate in your life and pleasing them. And that had to do with having sex and being pretty and attractive kind of all the Yeah. And I I think my mother's belief in herself was limited and she may have passed that on to me. But whatever direction you choose, just remember to stand your ground firmly and begin with kindness. What I'm talking about is kindness for yourself. So when you're talking to yourself, when you look in the mirror, look into that mirror and see a beautiful person inside and out who has so much to offer, who may be discovering who they are for the very first time. And to be gentle with yourself that this self-discovery, this shift in perception of who we are, takes time and it takes the practice practice practice. Awareness is key for many of the things we want in our life and how to shift and change it is being aware that we want that change and only through the awareness can we begin to affect the change. We want to stand firm with our direction, but be grounded. In order to really become your own person, you have to step out of the shadows of your mother. And I'd like to share with you who my mother was a little bit. I feel she was unsatisfied creatively. I don't feel she was a happy woman. And so she lived her life through me and wanted to pursue her dreams through me and not necessarily help me or encourage me to fulfill my own dreams of what I wanted to be. And also my mother was, I I don't even know how to say this. She enabled me by doing most things for me instead of encouraging me to do them on my own, to learn and to learn to make mistakes. She was very much a black and white thinker. It was very difficult to please her. And so I've learned that it's best to acquiesce. That was a belief. Another positive one, to acquiesce, to always give in. That is not a good belief system to have, in my opinion. You need to have your voice and you need to know what you want and express to people what your needs are. And remember, you have the power. You have the power to choose who you want to be, not what your mother dictated to you on how to be you or how to live. And once you can step away from the shadow of your mother, you will begin to fully free yourself and learn to become the you you knew you could be and the you you want to become. Another possible step to take is you can differentiate. According to a post in Psych Alive, differentiation is about separating from the roles and viewpoints you adopt from other people, i.e. your mother, and begin to establish who you are, what you like and what you want based on what really lights up your life. What is your passion? What is it you really want to do? I don't think I ever was able to explore what I really wanted to do. Well, I did want to be a professional tennis player. I loved tennis. Initially I loved tennis because of the cute clothes, the little tennis skirt and the top and whatnot. But I loved tennis and I had aspirations of becoming a professional tennis player. My parents were supportive as something to keep me busy during my day, but they did nothing to help create a blueprint of a plan to pursue that. And what would that look like? I really don't have regrets per se, but the only possible regret I have is that I never got to pursue something that I really loved. And I wonder, could I have done something? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. That's the point. I don't know do you have these yearnings? I'm a curious person. And so that is the question I often ask myself, are you doing what you love? That is key. I know people will say, well, Lauren, we all have responsibilities, bills to pay and so forth and so on. And I understand that. However, I truly believe that when you are involved in work, whatever it is, and you love it, you can't help but succeed. Do what you love. I'm going to help you help yourself to get there. Remember, we're holding hands. If you were with me in the last episode, I said we're holding hands. We talked about the permission slip. I am willing to hold your hands through this one because this is the core uh, of who we are. All these beliefs my mother ever gave me, I'm still dealing with. I'm much more aware of them and I kind of have to giggle a little bit. I get the shits and giggles about it because I don't want to take myself too seriously. I just understand where it came from and now I can change and have a different belief. So I want to hear about some of the beliefs that you may have experienced from your mother. And you can go to the website, recipeforgrowthshow.com, and you can email me at hello... At recipeforgrowthshow.com. And I'd love to know what your experience is or has been with your mother and how you're handling it. And are you stuck somewhere? Do you need a little encouragement to take a small step forward? I'd love to hear how you're experiencing this hot, hot topic. I wanted to share some of my beliefs that I learned from my mother and how they colored my views and life to this day. We had moved to Palm Springs from Scranton, Pennsylvania. And my mother, she says, Lauren, when going out in public, wear lipstick and mascara. And I'm going to laugh because being Jewish, I hear her saying, Lauren, when you go out in public, remember to wear your lipstick and your mascara. It's so important. And you know what? To this day, I do. Here's another one. Every time I went out on a date, I was so concerned about, oh my God. When is the guy going to make an advance on me? Does he want to kiss me? What's going to happen? And my mother was so old-fashioned. And that was another belief that my mother would tell me, "You, Lauren, you must wait for the guy to come around to the passenger side and open the car door for you. I do believe in courtesy, manners. My mother was a stickler for social graces, and I'm very happy that she taught them to me. The next belief, nobody wants to talk to a wallflower people would say, Lauren, you're crazy. You're not shy. You could talk to a wall. I can. And the wall will talk back. But what I did learn from this belief is that it's not often that people come up to someone that doesn't know how to engage in conversation. Let's say you go to a business mixer and you have to start talking to people. And how do you start to talk to people? That's what I learned, how to engage in conversation in social situations. My mother also said, you can always find something nice to say about somebody. You compliment somebody on what they're wearing. Oh, that's a great blouse or I like the color of your hair or something like that. And it puts that person at ease and then the conversation ensues. That's a good one because the outcome was positive for me. This next belief is really quite problematic and has caused trauma in my life. It's huge. My mother told me, never say no to sex. Women, we have a right to our bodies and what we want to do with them and who's to touch them. And when we say no, it means no. This is a whole other topic, but my mother was so inappropriate. She would say things like, you know, Lauren, if your father wanted sex, I would just tell him that he would have to pay for me to go to the hair salon again. God, just saying that, that is an ouch That is the one belief, I have to admit, that has gotten me into a lot of trouble. And what I mean by that is that I was sexually abused at the age of 12. And having a belief like that, never saying no to sex, it just kind of leaves me speechless. I think I smell something delicious brewing in the kitchen, so why don't we go see how our marble cake is doing in the oven? (laughs) This looks so delicious. I can't wait to take a bite of my mother's marble cake. So here we go. Let's go eat and and enjoy this together. Oh, wow. That's really good. So please go to the show notes and you'll find this recipe along with all the other delicious things we're baking in the kitchen. I'll see you back in the studio. I hope you gained some insight into your belief system. It's been a pleasure to chat with you. I want to thank you for listening to Recipe for Growth. Go into the show notes for the delicious marble cake recipe and all other recipes at recipeforgrowthshow.com. And please email me at hello at recipeforgrowthshow.com. I'd love to hear from you. And let me know how you like the show. Keep an open mind and an open heart. And I'll see you next time at the table.